Hi everybody, Chris Giles here from The Factory. Another Real Tales Talk today with Frank DeToma. Excited to have him. A businessman and friend of mine for over 30 years. We're going to learn a little bit about what he has to say about how to be successful in this world of ours. Welcome, Frank. Thanks for coming. Thanks for the invite, Chris. Appreciate it and uh, happy birthday. Thank you. That is correct. It is my birthday today, <laughs> November 8th. Uh, fantastic and uh, really glad to have you. As you know, here on Real Sales Talk, our goal and obligation is to try and make it so take some of the lessons we've learned through life and, mm -hmm. and pass them on. So thank you so much for joining us. Okay. We have a little bit we do at the beginning here to understand a little bit about you. Do We call it the speed round. You ready? Yep. I'd like to know a positive word that you live by. Uh, dependable. Dependable. Yeah. And what do you mean by dependable from your perspective? Uh, whether it's with family or work, you know, I mean, you want to be surrounded by people that are going to complete jobs or are going to be there for you when you need them. Right. Say right. they're going to do something, you do it. It's critical. Yeah. yeah. Failure to complete means somebody's failed and that could lead a series yeah. of failures. Yeah. Exactly. It's a big word today. And, you know, dependable is something that we're always looking to strive to improve upon. Well, obviously there's a negative with a positive. So let's hear about the negative word you don't like to hear too often. No. The no, word is no? I can't do it. I, I just, this yeah. doesn't agree with me. Okay. It goes yeah. against the whole dependable thing, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, you know, where do you feel, feel no fits? Because it does fit in places. But what do, you, what do you like to hear with the no? What's going on? Are you no no's at all for Frank? Oh, depending on the, uh, the issue. But uh, overall, whether it's with family, again, with business... I mean, anything can be done, really. Yeah, just got to yeah, work on it. Just got to work on it, figure you gotta it out. You got to work on that dependability thing to eliminate the no's, yeah, is exactly. what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, you know, I think these, I use these things to try to understand who you are. And one of the biggest things we always ask is, who's a hero in your world, outside of your family? Somebody that's really influenced you. Big hero. Lee Rocca? Lee Rocca? Yeah. And who's Lee Rocca to you and who is Lee Rocca to them so they can understand so they can uh, understand where you picked it up from? Well, it's Lee, uh, Lee Rocca Forming. He was a friend of the family, okay. which I got to know later in life through uh, business. And he was an uh, immigrant, come from Italy. Okay. It came with nothing. I mean, worked really hard. Again, he was probably a really dependable person, so <laughs> which made him successful in business. Right. And he was just a kind man. He's that example of uh, you get what you give in life. Okay. You know yeah. I mean? Karma. Karma. Yeah. So how did you how did you then how did you find Lee Rocca? Did he come and search, sort you out and say I'm going to be your mentor, Frank, and I'm going to teach you? Or did he ever like how did it go? Or how did you guys have fun? Oh, it was more, more through uh, me doing work for him. Okay. He built a custom home out in Oakville. There, we did a lot of work for him. He would bring food like from our caterer and take care of the, all the guys working on the site, and just things like that make a big difference. And uh, as as you're working for people, right. Also. Yeah, he, he, you know, you said it twice here. He cares about the other person. He puts the effort in first yeah. and, and the results happen, right? Exactly. It's exactly. The results, the results are, 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 are part of the actions, I guess you'd say. Mm -hmm. uh, fantastic. Uh, well, that's, so we understand a little bit of positive, a little bit of negative, maybe the hero. What about a dream? What about something that's out there that you're shooting for, fighting for today? What do you got? What's, what's, what's your oh, world? My, uh, my two girls. Okay. Tess and Alyssa. Um, I, I like to see them succeed in life and right. help them along the way, right? whether it's with, you know, uh, school, work, friends, you know, they can always come to me and talk to me about things, which is uh, we have really So good. what's your dream for them, I guess? You know, what do you want for them? Or is it just happiness and... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's hard to put that pressure on them. That's a yeah, tough yeah. question to ask in the yeah, interview. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, I asked you to do that in the interview. No, of course not. Yeah, I think, you know, that's for kids. And, and so, so I guess in most cases, you're a parent. So therefore, your dreams have now transferred from you uh, to your children, but exactly. maybe I'll ask you again, what's a dream of Frank's? 
What does Frank want to see? What's what's happening? And uh, what's a dream you'd like to accomplish? Well, I always love traveling. Okay. I love seeing the world. So yeah. that's a big part of one of my dreams. Where's where's the, where's the place you want to go to then? Let's get into oh, it. Everywhere. Europe, um, Egypt. Egypt. You know, Interesting. Everywhere. Okay. Anywhere and anywhere I can. Next trip you got planned? Uh, hoping to, well, the next one's uh, Jean Blanc. We're going to go Jean Blanc. That's <laughs> correct, yeah. And then uh, hopefully Costa Rica in the new year. Oh, fantastic. That's one place I've never been to, so I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think uh, I'm going to ask you to say a thank you to a special person here. And if you, this is your forum and how they affected you, what would you what would be your monologue to those people, that person? That's, that's just a super thank you. This is going to really tell, you know, yeah, what's I happened to you. I couldn't world, pick I one or the other, but I have to say my parents. Okay. I mean, Coffin picked. I mean, we're, we are of what our parents made us, right? Yeah. Through life. Right. Teaching us and, and they, I think they did a great job. Excellent. Yeah. And, um, and, and what, what I guess specifically, uh, did they, did they, was it their behavior together or was it their independent actions? Like what, as, as, this is such a key thing when you're doing real sales talk, because we want to know who you are to be, better understand how the business applications are going to fit in. But really what you're telling me is a lot of the business applications you have and the personal applications, they're, 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 they're flowing along the same path. Definitely. definitely. And, and so therefore, you know, the influences that your parents have or the influences that the mentors have or people you work with have, or how you feel about how people represent words makes a big difference. So, you know, I think that's wonderful. What what uh, what makes you think that your parents did, did such a great job for you? And what have you what have you learned from them that maybe the audience oh, can pick the, up uh, on? You know, being caring, loving, yeah. which has helped me in my family life with my kids. Right. Uh, hardworking. I mean, again, back to dependable. You ask my mom to do anything. Boom. She's there. Yeah. hundred percent. Excellent. So always there for the family. Cool. All right. So that's who Frank is. Obviously, uh, just from my recap, it sounds like family is important to you. It sounds like being dependable is important to you. And I think you see, you know, love, affection and, and good things happening for all people or karma, as one would say, Definitely. as being super important. And, and I think success rolls off that. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Great. Uh, I'm going to uh, go through some, uh, you know, we're just trying to help everybody here. So it's all about questions. So as, as I answer, ask these questions, there's no right or wrong answers for anybody. But the whole idea is we're trying to lead and trying to help everybody to get some information. So tell me about a person in your business world, supplier, customer, something like that, other than Mr. Rock, of course, that really impressed you and what they did. Maybe something that, that would help everybody better understand what they can do to improve. Uh, my business partner, Lou. Your business partner, Lou? Yep. Hard work, again, hardworking man. Um, I know Lou well. He's a fantastic man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's on top of everything. Yeah. You know, he's just that go-getter, always hustling, looking for the next job. And Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny. Um, I, I know Lou really well. I've known him for many years. I've known you over 30 years. And they've, you've done so much work for me, and I've, we've had such a great relationship. And, and this real sales talk is really because you've maintained that consistency in every behavior that you've ever done. I think Lou really resonates with that, too. Well, definitely. We've been together for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, but his behavior is very consistent. It's consistent for sure. Yeah. yeah. Good customers think, love him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's good with people. I think he cares about the outcome, the result, and that's that starts at the beginning, right? And I think yeah. that's really what, you know, that's a good one to admire because I know him. So now that we're having this conversation, I also am very, yeah, I yeah. admire him as well. I've learned from him, I feel. Yeah, he's, he's a good, good lesson. Man. He's a good lesson to be learned. Yeah. Consistency. What would you say three words we can describe Lou with because we can help these people here? The oh, yeah, three yeah. things that are critical. Consistency. Yeah. Dependable. Dependable again. And loyal. Loyal. Yeah. Very loyal. Loyal so consistency, with dependable, and loyal. They're sort of the same, I guess. But what you're saying is he, he, he's just, it's always going forward. It's always, or it's, I guess it's, it's doing the right thing, probably. He's not going forward yeah, all the time. It's doing the right, doing thing. The right thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Awesome. Um, in terms of your um, advice, you know, I think uh, we're going to do this in two different ways, but I always like advice. I mean, it's great advice. So uh, you might, one of the things that I, I'd like to start with is what business advice did you gather at home? Oh, the hard work ethic. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Some consistency um, in your behavior, Frank, the hard work ethic, the dependability. Oh, just, yeah, yeah. Seems just to be showing up all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That was taught to you at a very young age, right? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and what else, you know, just to get away from that, what else did they teach you? Just to just see if there's something else beneath that, because... Uh, just being honest with people. Okay. Yeah. Know. Righteous. Right, yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, like a, Lou would always say, you, you can... Uh, you, you, you have to lie lots of times. You only have to tell the truth once. You know, a lie becomes one after another. After yeah, yeah, another, yeah, right. You just tell you. the truth once. I was thinking, look, those lies all the yeah. time. I should know about this. No, no, what <laughs> you're saying, know. yeah, you tell the truth, it's consistent. Yeah. Whereas the lies, it's just a build, it's Snowball. a framework that yeah. builds. And I know it's horrible. Yeah. I always, you know, I, I think that to speak to that, I think nobody likes the lying because it creates such confusion. Oh, right? definitely, yeah. Yeah, so always going, my philosophy is always, we're going to get into it a little bit later, is my philosophy is always going straight ahead and face that problem, deal yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, give me some key lessons that you follow on a daily basis in, in your world and your day. Um, and, um, you know, you're, you're a busy man, lots of things going on. Oh, so definitely. Yeah. Key things. I'll be there for my family. Okay. For sure. That's first and most, uh, the kids always come first, uh, business again, being reliable, make sure the jobs get done. Right. Again, with the consistency. Yeah. And, uh, just be honest with people. Okay. Yeah. yeah, perfect. As far as uh, your work goes, Frank is, uh, owns a millwork company, a construction company, and they help everything from building schools to building, um, helping with homes, kitchens, all kinds of different things, major projects, commercial projects and residential projects. Tell me a little bit about when your business got started and uh, oh was this where we were going to be today? And maybe what was it like when you got started? It was hard. Uh, started when I was 21. Okay. We were in Louis's dad's garage. Okay. So the garage. Like there. garage you start, go in there yeah. and be freezing in the wintertime. We turn the heat on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was hard. And then that recession hit in 90. So okay. we moved out of there. We got a unit on Spears Road. Yep. And that recession hit. And for five years, it was just, we were putting in probably 80, 90 hours a week to get to keep the business going and keep it rocking, right? Okay. There's that hard work and that consistency oh, yeah. again. <laughs> it took a lot of work to yeah. get it rolling. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, there you go. It's okay. Um, so the um, you're 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 in the garage. You move to the unit. Tell me a little bit about some of the things. Some of, maybe some of the stumbling blocks that happened. Maybe in the first little stages, you talked about the recession. But what else happened? Like you know, how do you learn? How does an entrepreneur do this? How do we how do we end up here where you own a successful business and and you you, you know you still are fighting to make it more successful? Like what happens? Tell me a little bit about that. What's the, what are some problems and obstacles you ran into the very beginning that you you know that you worked your way through? Um, just uh, well, a lot of learning. Yeah, for sure. I wasn't. Uh, the most skilled person at the beginning. I right. mean, you learn by mistakes. Right. Right. I never uh, went to college or anything. Straight out of school, started working at a wood shop at, for about four or five years. And then when I was 21, we started up the business. Um, just a lot of learning. Yeah. Still uh, probably today, I imagine. Still, yeah, you never stop learning, yeah. for sure. That's interesting. So this is the, the true case where we're, we're coming out of the... Um, you, no university because you, you, you did, it's not direction you went and you still, you brought the work, hard work and the intensity. And to this day, you're building the universities. 
Yeah, you're right there helping them build yeah, the, the colleges, the universities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. Like you're, you know, and, you, and your daughters, of course, are going to university. And I think it's, I think it's what I think what goes back to me, what I think is so critical for everybody to learn in these lessons, is that the uh, today affects tomorrow. Right. Today is definitely going to affect tomorrow. And and uh, when I hear your lessons and I hear about the garage and, and all that stuff, I think it's fantastic. So there must have been some great moments where you just put the arms in the air and cheered. And what were they like? No, they're good feelings. As we uh, were progressing, we were doing a lot of just furniture at the beginning. It was right. very hard to turn a profit. Right. Then we started getting into the kitchens. And then we hooked up with the uh, school boards. And ever since then, it's, you know, school boards, hospitals, uh, universities, all different types of uh, government work. Gotcha. Which is okay. a lot more consistent, right? All right I, okay. And so what, what, when you're dealing with the government, what's that like? Because that's, that's a huge opportunity, of course. And, uh, you know, you wonder um, how does somebody get into the government? It's such a great opportunity to be able to be successful when you have the government on your side. So tell, how did you ever do that? Again, it was just uh, dealing and making sure the jobs got done and uh, okay. we just stayed on top of everything. And they just love our service, so they just use us now. It's just, uh, it just goes in hand in hand, right? And make their job easier. Right. You know, gives us, makes so our So they're job. no different than a regular purchaser, just a larger, I guess a larger pot to pull from, I guess. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. So just the same business practices, same belief system, same everything, but... You know, is it is it just is it more competitive or less competitive dealing with the government? It's more competitive, definitely, because there's more people at the more people is, are fighting for the work. Right. Okay. Uh, I mean, you're tendering jobs. Lowest bid gets the job, which is right. pretty standard in the government. Uh, but you get you have to fine tune things, and, and you got to do a good job for them, right? And yeah. you have to do a good job. And be have that consistency, so they keep using you. Right. And you found that to be successful. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And you must still love doing the the, the people's homes and doing kitchens and stuff. Yeah, like it's that. more a little more creative. Okay. Yeah, the school board stuff can be a little repetitive. Okay. But with the uh, homes, you know, you're dealing with somebody's home. You want it to look as nice as possible. Yeah. So and you may say repetitive. It's more like you're building the same cabinet. It's somewhat of a monochromatic color is what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not bringing as much of the, oh, I'd like to put a little crown molding yeah, there. Yeah, no, it's very simple yeah. boxes. And it must be lines. probably to be in that certain environment, I'm sure of it. Yeah, right. Mm. Excellent. As far as um, uh, when you're going through that business transition from the very beginning to where we are today, uh, maybe give me three lessons that you live by um, that you would say to an entrepreneur out there, just make sure you do these, make sure you do these actions. Not, not, I don't mean philosophies. I mean, what are the actions that you do? Uh, sales. Um, I always say strike when the iron's hot. Okay. Because you, like, you, know, you hate waiting for a quote, right? So it's like you get there... Show the you know show the person you you want to be there. Yep. Get the sale, and it just works. Okay, that's one. Okay, what else do you got? Um, like completion, like finish the job. Don't finish just, it. Yeah. Don't just drag it on. Dependability's back again. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 And what's the third one, Frank? The third one. Again, back to honesty. Okay. Because the people appreciate that. But that's more of a philosophy. What's an action? Because that's a, that's a, that's a philosophy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, See, it's funny, in many ways, I ask these questions to entrepreneurs and they struggle with some of these questions because in many ways they're watching every ball up in the air and they're like, I don't know, I'm watching all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm keeping an eye, I know with Frank too, like he's really good with phoning back, for example. There's an action you do. See, in many ways, it's funny, you sit there and you're like, I don't know, I just, I have to do what I have to do right. And if I don't do it right, we have big problems. Right. Is that correct? Yes, definitely. Yes. So it's a philosophy, the philosophy that overrides you is that honesty, the integrity, all those things, they really displace 
reverse those actions, you know? I find myself too, like I'm really big on calling back. I'm, yeah. I'm really big on planning. I know you plan. You don't show up. You, you show up here, all the tools are ready. All the people are ready. We'll be here for four hours. We'll be out of your hair and you're gone in three hours and everything's cleaned up. Yeah. So it's, it's the behavior that you're creating that I guess just washes over everything you're doing is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I guess, do you ever find that waivers? You ever get, maybe be, do a bad job? You know, maybe go, I'm well, doing so good today. I don't feel it. A lot of times you're only as good as your employees. Uh, okay. Right. Employees play a big factor in it. Um, sometimes they mess up. I mean, they make mistakes. Error, yeah, yeah. It happens. And you make mistakes and too, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 And so, okay, that brings me to one of my favorite parts is the problem opportunity of life. And myself, I, I like the firemen, the Marines, the, the police, you know, they're going straight forward when everybody else is going backwards. And we need that in life. We, need, we, we do that as parents with our children. We do that when we see a problem. Um, how do you, how would you find, you, you find problem opportunity? What does that feel like to you? What happens when you see that problem? What's going through your mind? How do you deal with it? Well, fix it as quick as possible. Yeah. Get on it right away. The more you, like, again, the more you drag it out and it just became the problem just escalates. Okay. Yeah, I'm so the same. Just I, put the fire out. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's interesting, you know. I, I, I was did, did a little uh, mad movement gig the other day about some firemen. I was talking. I was just outside their fire station. And we were doing a little video, and we were talking about how uh, fires don't fight themselves. Like these people, this, the, these people will leave on a moment's notice to go to a place that everybody else is running away from as fast <laughs> as possible. The thought of the firemen. You know, talk about your everyday superhero, and I might add the police, and I might add the army, all these people that, you know, go where the danger is because we don't want the danger to be there. So we say, hey, come get the danger, get rid of it. We don't want it anymore. And I, I think it's, it's uncanny. And I think as an entrepreneur, you would agree that you have to do that for your company. Yes. On a, on yes. a much less scale, of course. There's yep. no immediate danger, but there is, you certainly have to run forwards. Yep. Yeah. And so give me an example of a great time where you ran straight towards a big problem and it turned out to be successful. You don't have to give me specifics, but help them understand from your perspective, you know, how to do that maybe. A big problem I had. A problem I, that you dealt with and how you, you know, like just, just how you ran right through it just to make sure the person's thing. You want to talk about a big problem, a small problem. It's all the same. I'm sure of it for you. Yeah. Uh, I had a supplier, uh, ship me the wrong size parts. Like I gave them a list of a proper size and they cut them the wrong size. Mm -hmm. So I, I had to rejig everything to, or else the job would have been delayed. I have to wait for them to cut everything over again. Right. In a school job. Okay. So we just had to rejig things. I figured a few things out quickly and the problem got rectified quick. It was... But so, so you, you, instead of actually making it somebody else's fault and then blame yeah, everybody, I just you went, actually reworked the situation and yeah. kept everybody happy. Yes. Were they, did you make a, did you do it to satisfy you or did you do it to satisfy the circumstance? Like, did you like, I wasn't going to pay extra money or is it more like, no, I, I want the job done right and this will be just as good. Is that? It's bottom line is pleasing the customer. Okay. And, and how did you deal with the supplier? Like what, what were you, you know, how'd you deal with well, that? I wasn't happy, obviously. Right. Um, we ended up dealing with it. He gave me a bit of a credit because it cost me extra work to rejig things. Right. And uh, everybody was happy. Okay. Yeah. And, and so. Because and if he had to do the whole order again, it was like, it was like a twenty thirty thousand dollars $30,000 screw up. It would have been huge money for him. And I couldn't do that to him. Right. Right. So I had to figure out a way. And how did he make the mistake? He just implemented the wrong information into the computer. Yeah. Because it's probably Human down. error. Back to human error. Right? Yeah. Some yeah. guy dependability. Dependability. <laughs> <laughs> the word of the day today is dependability, everybody. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. And so the, um, 
the, the, the problem opportunity, you know, I think is so critical. We're seeing it in life, right? You know, whenever you see a, 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 a situation in life, people, you know, run towards it. They protest yeah. it. They get angry at it. They're frustrated, whatever the case may be. And I think it's, it's so important that the lesson I think today of today is not to run to the problem to get rid of it, but to find out why the problem exists, whether it's a recurring problem, whether it's something that you need to deal with and, and, and find out what the root cause is and get rid of it. But most important is to look for the opportunity to get something better from the situation is what I always feel. Yes. I, I, I can't stress to you enough how much in my experiences in life that the problem opportunity really was really the opportunity that created my life. It's how most businesses are formed. It's how, it's how most situations are really solved. It's, it's what we deal with in politics and life and family and business. It's, it's, you know, I can't stress it. Yet there's three things they say. You can run, you can freeze, well, it's flight, you know, flight or flight, fl flight or fight, they used to say. But now there's three, they say. It's flight, fight, or freeze. So some people just sit there, let it happen. Some people are out the door the minute they hear this problem. <laughs> run for the hills. Exactly. They don't know where they're running, but they're out. They're yeah. gone. I'm out of here. Yeah. And then, of course, the people that fight. They don't do as well sometimes. I've made my mistakes. I'm sure you have as well. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you didn't, you know, you'd probably like to take a couple things back, I'll bet. But, uh, yeah, I think that's a good lesson. I think... Um, you know, it's it's so important, especially with your children, of course, that's it's really important. So uh, I want to get some of the stuff that I always find that we teach the people that are entrepreneurs. So objections, you must face a lot of objections. Price, I don't like the color, I don't like this, I don't like that. You're dealing with thousands of projects on an annual basis, mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of people, lots of people interacting with things. You know, talk to me a little bit about that. How do you, how do you deal with it? Would you just yell at them and tell them to go away? A problem I'm running? Is that is that what you do? No, it's, again, it's great going to being organized okay you know stay on top of things make sure the right information gets to the right people right and uh, have a happy customer at the end of the day yeah and so when when you're when you're dealing with the let's call it the angry customer mm -hmm. um you know it, it, the fight flight freeze which one are you going with flight you're leaving Oh no, which one is it? Fight, 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 oh, fight, fight, fight yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And you're fighting for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, that often people misunderstand that. It's really what we want to do is fight, well, you know what fight they for say, the right situation. They say bad news travels fast, good yeah. news doesn't travel as quick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad news does so, go quickly, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Perfect. You don't want somebody talking bad about your company. I mean, no, nope, no. Nope, so nope. you do anything you can to make sure they're happy and yeah. everybody leaves. And what's, uh, you know, when selling in, in the uh, construction business and selling to these customers, what's some, what's some things that you've found that have, you know, really been helpful when you're dealing with a customer uh, and trying to get them to close, you know, trying, trying to get, get them, them to buy, close. you know, you need that money. Like How I tried, do you get I try it? to be as convenient as I can for their schedule because people work during the day. So I'll have to go after work or go on a Saturday, okay. which I'm willing to do. I'm okay with it. Actually, this Saturday I have an appointment to go look at a kitchen, um, what was the question again? Well, you know, how do you, like, how do you make it so that when you get that close, like, how do you, how are you getting that? You, you mentioned convenience, sorry. But it's, the, how is the close happen for you? Are you just, are you always closing? Are you like, you're demanding the business? Like, what, uh, a lot of the it style? Is, a lot of it is like knowing your product. Okay, if you don't yeah. know your product, you can't sell it. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, so if you know your product and then people feel confident and comfortable with you, yeah. the sale is just so much, that, that much easier. Right. Of course, there's a price. Uh, the cost of a of a product is is a, is a. It's an often used objection point. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. go back to what you said earlier, and I think that's such a great point, and that's one of the things that we teach here at the factory, and it's one of the things I've always focused on. Uh, someone's not telling; someone's helping the customer to buy. So yeah. they want to buy, 
and you have something and it's your ability to integrate with them that makes all the difference in the world. And what I love about what Frank just said there, and I think it resonates with me like 100% and it should with you as well, is, is that knowledge. You have to know what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, the selling, the people find ch selling challenging because they don't know um, where to, you know, what to do. They don't know how to make the decision. They're nervous about change. There's a lot of reasons. Human behavior gets involved there and it's very important. Mm -hmm. And so I find when, when and you take that out of there and you're actually more cooperating with them and participating with them, um, th it's easier for them to understand that you know, they know what they, they thought they know what they wanted. They, you make sure you know what they wanted and then you, you integrate with them and provide what they wanted at the right situation so they're able to enjoy that experience and then talk about it later. And I think that that message is sometimes lost on close, close, close. And I was glad to hear you say yeah. that it's knowledge. I always ask that question. And sometimes, you know, I get pretty much the same response from entrepreneurs and, and I get different responses from different people, but entrepreneurs are like, we just have to get it done. Mm -hmm. And getting it done is so important. So therefore, what, as a salesperson, I think I'd follow the entrepreneurial environment where it's like, look at yourself as being in charge of not only the, the sale, but them, their success, all the people that are resonating with them, and then all the people that resonate with you. And I think if a salesperson acts as an entrepreneur or a person who acts as an entrepreneur where they're having to take care of all parties, I think it makes it better. Would you, would you agree? Oh, 100%, yes. Yeah. And you find, you find that when you're working on jobs that you're trying to measure everything. As you, you think you mentioned the supplier earlier. Yes. He, he, it would have been too much for him to reboot that job again. Yeah. He couldn't do it. Yeah. It, would have, it probably would have been a fracture of your relationship, I'd imagine. It would have ruined the relationship for sure. And how long you had the relationship for? Ooh, 25 years. 25 years. So again, yeah. you, not only do you have relationships with your customers, you have relationships with your suppliers. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's everybody gets the relationship. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's one of the things that's so key in business is that, you know, at, at, at a young age, uh, you're building your career. And um, I think one of the lessons I think that, that I've always thought about and I'm hearing it in your voice is, just so you know, the guy beside you is building his career too, right alongside you. So therefore, really, it's building the careers. And if you work with that kind of philosophy, then I find that's helpful. You got a team over there at your company, a fairly large team that does all kinds of different projects, inside, outside. How do you, uh, how do you work uh, trying to build your team? What do you do for building a team over there? Um, I, I give them responsibilities. Because people need that instead of just being told what to do. I mean, they still have to tell them what to do. Right. But if you give them that responsibility, like they'll, they'll take it on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, it's great. It's great having you here, Frank. I've really enjoyed it. And, and you know, I, everything we do here is all about trying to make a difference. And I've heard, I, I know you make a difference in business and I think you do a great job for customers. And I've seen you do a great Thanks. job for me. And um, I think the lessons you've taught us here today, just, just to recap, is like dependability has pretty much been the cornerstone. You, what you mentioned at the beginning that I didn't realize Follow that right would show through. up all the way through, but of course it probably did. I, I also didn't hear you mention the word no or can't be done. You, you talked always about finding a way to yeah. get the solution. Number, number three, I think what I really enjoyed was you, you talked about things that have built societies, being righteous, being, being caring about the other person. And that's about making a difference. Mm. And, um, and I think you've probably tried to make a difference like you were taught by your parents. And uh, as you know, we have the Make a Difference movement here that the factory strongly supports. And I've been, I created it back in 2008 with the simple idea of, you know, how important this is. Isn't today 
today is the Mad Movement Day. day yeah. yeah, yeah, today is the Mad Movement Day. Thank you. But so I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit about that, the Make a Difference Movement. And uh, I know you're a big proponent of it. You're a big supporter of it. Uh, but I have some questions that I'd like to ask you that we, you know, we consider uh, that are helpful to teach people. So if you don't mind, let's talk a little bit about the Mad Movement right now. And we'll move away from sales and move on to the Mad Movement and go from there. I thought I turned it off. Yeah, just turn so it off. The, uh, well, sometimes the phone rings and the real life catches up at times. <laughs> Isn't that Yeah. Is your daughter calling? Yeah. Well, I imagine that. And I know his daughter. She's a wonderful lady and she'll, uh, she'll probably call back about 10 times here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so we're going to move on to the mad movement here and, and sort of move into better understanding of what the Make a Difference moves to you. What, what to you uh, is making a difference, Frank? What does that mean? What's the definition of Make a Difference? The definition of making a difference. Yeah. Uh, just being kind to people, doing the little things that really make a difference Yeah. in people's lives. Okay. And so give me some examples of what Frank does to make a difference for people. Give me three examples that you have in your life every day that people can say, because I don't know what to do. I don't know what I should do. I don't know how I should do it. Here, Frank's going to tell you three things. Just, uh, just three examples. Just being kind, smiling at other people, saying hello. Smiling. One. Yeah. Smiling. Number two. Um, every time I go grocery shopping, I always buy those uh, bags for the... I love it. So we <laughs> smile to people. Yep. Number two, every time you go grocery shopping, you are trying to help out people that are less fortunate than you. Yes, for sure. Number three. Uh, doing charitable charitable things like donations and stuff like that for like your fund. My, uh, my brother runs a cancer fundraiser, which we help out financially. So, so the financial donations are important. Yep. The smile, which is really just giving of your emotional self. Yeah. And then the third thing is the, um, uh, the concept of, uh, what was your third thing again? The food. The food, yeah. So then helping yeah. the less fortunate. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That's the stuff we're looking for. Can you give me an idea? I always talk about the, the Make a Difference movement's all about people who made a difference for you in your world. And so there's, it's recognizing those people that made a difference for you. So I'm going to ask you one that you did, and I'm going to ask you somebody that did one for you. So let's start out with the one that you did and go from there. The make, make a Difference? Yeah. Where did you make a difference for somebody? That's a good question. You do it all the time. I do but, it all the time. Yeah. To like one specific. I want one. One specific. People need to know what different, they'll learn from this. This will be yeah. something they'll pick up on. Yeah. yeah. They've made a difference in my world. You made a difference for them. Oh, for them. Hmm. It's going to take a while. What was the other one? Somebody's Somebody made who a made a difference for you. It's funny. So it's funny because I know Frank makes a difference for me on a constant basis, but because it's part of his normal life and it's part of a normal existence, he's trying to look at the normal existence and say, what did I talk about that's going to be somewhat helpful to these people? <laughs> how can I talk about it? So let's talk about how somebody made a difference for you. Somebody made a difference for me. Who's okay. a person who made a difference for you? My kids. Your kids. Yeah. Talk about your brother. Tell me a little bit about your brother. You oh, said that a just guy. a second ago. Yeah. Yeah, because you've heard about your kids, and I love your kids, but I want to hear a little bit about yeah, your brother because you mentioned him. Yeah. So well, how did your brother make a difference for you? Always there for me if I okay. ever need anything. Yeah. He's uh, always, again, back to that dependability, reliability thing. Right. Um, he's a nice man, very giving, yeah. kind to other people. Yeah. 
successful. Runs an unbelievable, wonderful yeah. uh, cancer golf tournament yeah. in memory of Frank's father and also a very successful businessman. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Back to the last question, Frank, that I asked you earlier. What do you do to make a difference for people? What do I do? What have you done the last 24 hours, let's say? You came here. You got up last night. You took your dogs out. Yeah, well, yeah did that for sure. Fed them this morning. You just take Drove care of your world. Eh? You don't even notice what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask you, you know, I'm going to ask you to continue to think about that and continue yeah. to, to always be working on that. This is, uh, this has been awesome having you here today. Um, Frank Totoma, uh, Finewood Products, Starfleet Construction, one of the best companies in, uh, in the Halton and, and uh, Southwestern region for construction, for doing uh, commercial or residential projects. But more importantly, an absolutely wonderful man that took real sales talk right down to the core of what we are as people which is what you are turns out to be what you have is your karma. Just like our friend Lee Rocca, I think is what you're saying. Yeah. I think you're a good representation of mm -hmm. what Lee Rocca is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My name is Chris Giles from The Factory. I was blessed to have you here today on my birthday, Frank. Thanks. Thanks for coming. No problem. It was fun. Chris Giles from The Factory for Real Sales Talk, <laughs> signing off. <laughs> November 8th, 2018, my birthday. Happy birthday, Chris. Uh.